Welcome to the Restorative Divorce Podcast, where we focus on all things divorce and parenting related to help you find clarity, stay informed, and stay out of family court. With 20 plus years of family law experience, our attorney and mediator, Aaron Burt, has seen too many times how family court will negatively impact your health, your relationship with your kids, and your wallet. This podcast aims to turn that around and empower our listeners to take back control of their family law process and their lives by working with divorce professionals that seek to help and not hurt. Our goal is to provide you with expert tips that you can implement today to restore your finances, emotional well-being, and co-parenting skills. Of course, our team at BurtLaw.com is always here to customize a restorative divorce plan for you. But for now, listen to this episode to get help today. Well, thank you for joining us for our complimentary gathering where we talk about divorce and parenting matters and answer some general questions that may have come our way during the last week. Uh, my name is Aaron Burt. I am the attorney and mediator here at the law firm of Aaron Burt, and I am joined with my other team members who um, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Sure. My name is Tyler Burt. I am paralegal and office manager at the firm. And hi, I'm Karen Hansel, and I'm the administrative assistant for the firm. Well, thanks for being here, everybody. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about the season we are in and the season that our clients find themselves in, and that is tax season. And a lot of clients are concerned right now as to what should they do about um, filing tax returns. And so we'll we'll talk briefly about that and how uh, we can give you some ideas or tips and also um, point out how we can help you through that process. Um, but generally speaking, just a, a quick disclaimer that I am not a tax attorney Neither is Karen or Tyler. I am also not a uh, an accountant, but I do help you with financial matters as it relates to your divorce. And so, information that we will talk about today um, is based on our experience, based on Tyler's experience as an accountant. Um, but just know that we are not providing any type of tax or financial advice. But we are going to cover this topic because it is related to your divorce. And it's just on a lot of people's minds. What should I do uh, while I'm going through a divorce or separation and knowing that I need to file my tax returns in the very near future? Yeah. yeah. So Tyler, I'm going to turn it over to you to maybe um, go over that topic. And, and maybe if you have any tips um, for anybody listening, if they find themselves in this similar situation. Sure. I uh, appreciate it. and. Um... You know, every year around this time, the um, question comes up, uh, especially in our in our business. You know, um, and uh, filing tax returns and getting a divorce. You know, there there are two things that don't necessarily complement each other, um, because as it pertains to tax returns, you know, we look at accountants look at and you know, CPAs in general, will look at what is the best way to reduce overall tax burden. Um, the, the law says that you 
are required to pay all taxes owed. You don't have to pay more than what is owed. Um, you know, and so as accountants and, and tax professionals, they, they look at generally the best approach to reduce overall tax burden. Now, as you know, in a divorce proceeding, the overall tax burden is not necessarily the driving factor of filing tax returns. Um, you know, couples are going through um, life changes and they may not like each other right now um there's a there's various factors that go into filing tax returns you know we uh income you know how is income earned are there dependents are there tax deductions and you know generally in a marriage you know um there are obviously um different situations but you know the majority of uh married couples will file a file a married filing joint tax return um which is a requirement you there are um you know a couple different options that must be chosen one of the options must be chosen when you file a tax return and married couples will generally file a joint return that takes all income from both spouses into account um all deductions from both spouses into account however they're earned um However, when you're getting divorced, now you need to look at um, the the rules for divorce. And Aaron, you can, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, and the rules for the IRS, you are either married or not at the end of the year. On December 31st, you're either married or you're not married, you know, um, and that plays into not all divorces end you know on december 31st and make it easy for the next tax season you know when when taxes are due so you know a, a lot of different things come into it uh, again as i stated tax professionals want to over reduce overall burden um couples especially couples with dependents um you know meaning children you know depending on how they the two couples or the the two spouses, depending on how their relationship is, can really drive different things with tax returns. You know, somebody wants to claim all of the kids. Somebody wants to claim some of the kids. And I mean, Aaron, you can speak to it, you, you know, on the legal side of, you know, there there's cases if you have multiple kids or one, you know, one kid, somebody can claim one one year, somebody can claim one the other year. And those are all things that can go into the divorce um however you know if we're looking at um a, a divorce that may end you know right now you know that may be coming to a conclusion before taxes have been filed but last year's tax returns haven't been filed yet and they're obviously married at the end of the year um i think a, a couple of tips i could provide is you know depending on how, your relationship with your spouse you know you really for tax purposes only you know it is in the best interest of both of you to work together to reduce the overall tax burden um i think that you know paying more to the government um isn't necessarily the best approach just to feel better about you know one person getting more or less um 
when you're filing tax returns. So, you know, communication, I think, in this arena, and as we know, overall in the divorce process is, you know, key to understanding and, you know, coming up with the best solution it is obviously, you know, best to work with uh, your tax professional. Um, they can provide you more detailed analysis of uh, the difference between married filing joint returns and married filing separate returns. Because um, again, if you are, um, you know, married at the end of the year, you are married for tax purposes. So you either file a married filing joint or a married filing separately. And there are just, there's just different tax consequences to filing one or the other, and, you know, and communication and working together for these, this purpose is generally the best approach to reducing your overall burden. Yeah, thank you for sharing all of that, Tyler. And there's there's a couple points that that I can um, piggyback on that you brought up. In the divorce world, uh, December can be a mad rush in the courthouse, and that's for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, holidays. So on the parenting side of it, uh, people are are if they can't reach agreements, rushing off to the courthouse um, to try to figure out uh, winter break or upcoming holidays. But also a lot of uh, people are trying to rush the process in December because of that marital status determination on December 31st. So you have often parents trying to get into court because of parenting issues and financial issues. And then you might have couples that don't have children trying to get into court. And then you've got the competing factor of judges not wanting these emergencies because Jan or excuse me, December 31st comes every single year. And so it's important to recognize that yes, the way you file is going to be determined, your marital status is going to be determined on December 31st. So if you're still married, you've got those options that Tyler brought up that you have to consider. If you are divorced December 30th, you can file an individual tax return for that year because on December 31st, you were single. Um, so things to consider just from a divorce perspective is that Courts do not view some of these things or a rush to get divorced by the end of the year, um, an emergency. They're usually already well booked up in advance because everybody else is anticipating wanting that divorce done before the end of the year for financial and parental reasons. Um, and, and Tyler, you also brought up just some you know legal issues about deductions or dependents. Um, and without going into it too much, but generally speaking, your tax return preparation could be influenced by several legal issues. It could be influenced by um, if there's a child support obligation and if the payor, the person that is paying child support, if they are current or if they have an arrearage and an arrearage is if are you know do you owe money to the other parent sometimes that comes into play when there's not an agreement otherwise as to how to claim the child or children the court will start looking at child support amounts that are owed and they also will look at the amount of time that a parent spends with a child as to what's the default for claiming that child um, as a dependent typically speaking people will reach agreements. Um, they will 
alternate children as dependents. Somebody will claim one, the other will claim another. Um, a lot of times you find that they just reach an agreement unless they're in that kind of outlier where there's um, a financial disparity where it benefits one party or the other. There might be you know, additional analysis as to who claims what does that benefit look like? How does that then get spread out between two households? Um, so there are many complexities if it's not resolved by agreement. Um, and again, you know, it really comes down to your marital status on December 31st. So that's your starting point. Yeah, I think uh, um, I will just add that, just like you said, if you're divorced on December 30th, you are then required to file an individual tax return. You cannot file a married filing joint or a married filing separately. You can file, there is another option though, right? If kids are involved, um, there is a head of household status. Uh, and that is for individuals that have children or dependents, um, right. you know, not necessarily children, but do have dependents. So it's not um, just a single, you know, designation. There is a there is another designation which provides um, a different tax bracket. Um, you know, and uh, allows for certain things to happen that individual tax or tax preparers or tax individuals don't have. But, but yes, you're right. So you're either married or you're not. You know, uh, right. <laughs> and the you know the IRS, you don't get to choose you know, what you, the best is for you. You have to choose based on the rules of the IRS. So. Right. Right. And, you, you know, so if, if these questions are coming in from clients or parents, you know, what to do, um, again, that disclaimer, we're not tax attorneys. We are not your CPA. We're not your tax advisors, um, but we can provide you guidance within the, um, laws and procedures of the divorce or separation process. Um, but we always recommend that um, you have a trusted professional um, review your tax returns if you're preparing them at home or take over that process so that they can advise you appropriately, especially in that first year after divorce. I tell all of our clients, even if you've done your tax returns all of these years, there are so many unique situations and, and, and things, nuances that you need to either learn or discuss or go through. And if you've got children and you've got college expenses, you've got all of these things, it is always best to have somebody help you with that, especially in that first year post-divorce when, when everything is different. Um, but, you know, Karen, we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, some of the things that, that you were saying you appreciate about the firm that we can help our clients, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, if they find themselves in these circumstances. Yeah, I agree. I think um, a, a unique part of the firm, I think, is the network that both you and Tyler have with those professionals that would be a good fit that we can introduce our clients to. So if they, they don't have to start out alone or be even expected to walk in the door with a professional if they don't have one, if that's part of the need or the consideration for their matter and how they want to work through the process and that's something we can provide. So I think that's a nice, nice offering to have because it's already kind of an overwhelming process because you like to your point, you've got all this tax 
stuff kind of circling right around you on top of the divorce itself. And that's overwhelming to kind of keep them separate, but running the parallel, right? Um, to get them both where they need to go. So that, that means a lot. Yeah, I agree. And, and like you said, this overwhelming process, right? It, it spills over into every aspect of your life. And here we are, people are excited to probably get through the holiday season and now we're in tax season. So right. another layer of complexity and, and other things to organize, think about. And if we can take any of that off of your shoulders and, and point you in a, a better direction um, and you know, give you a trusted referral, we're here to, to help with that. Yeah. I think so. So this last week, um, trying to think if any other questions came through. Have either of you fielded any questions that you think might be helpful for our listeners, or do you have any questions um, that maybe I can, ha- you know, perhaps answer to to help any listeners? Uh, no, you know, just recently with the tax season, um, yeah, you know, the these we start fielding some of these questions throughout the throughout the week. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's on everybody's mind. And Karen, I apologize. I think you were about to say something. (laughs) I think the other part of that is because we are in tax season, then what usually follows is like summertime. And usually that's when you have parents that may have some changes to how they look at their summer and maybe the parental time that they spend with their their children. Um, And that's where we kind of get into more maybe request for mediation um, to kind of update those existing kind of working agreements um, as the families change and activities change. So I think that's where we're kind of tipping into a little bit as well. Yeah, that, that's a great point. You know, I think a lot of families think of things in phases. They compartmentalize because that's just how they can get through all of life's challenges, you know, and everything that they're expected to do as a parent, as a worker, as a spouse, as a, you know, somebody just going through a family process. Um, And so, yeah, so right now we're, we're dealing with a lot of what do I do about tax season? We're coming up in spring. It's always a great time to take a look if you have an existing parenting plan to look and see what's ahead. You know, do we have summer camps coming up? Do we have holidays? Do we have vacations? Do we have a change in school coming up that we need to accommodate things? Um, and, and I would I would say um, it takes a little bit longer than perhaps some people understand to review that. It you know, take a look at your documents. If you need to provide notice to the other person that you would like to seek a review of that, you want to start getting that um, in process right now. Send them an email, send them in our family wizard or a talking parent message that you want to start reviewing these things. And also if you get through tax season and things are settled down and you want to come in for mediation, we can always sit down and go through all of that in a safe place where you are compartmentalizing again and, and you have one spot where you're focusing on what are some of these changes that are um, coming, you know, in summer or fall. But spring is a really good time to start taking a look at those schedule changes or your upcoming needs. Um, We all know time goes fast and uh, spring's a great time to just start looking ahead and seeing what we need to do for the summer and fall and be prepared for that. Great. I think the only other question then, you know, if if people are wondering about, okay, I'm getting through this period of my life right now, um, and I maybe I need to start some services, 
you know, how am I going to do that? Perhaps this is not a financial obligation that I was expecting at this point in time, but I recognize I need some more assistance or I need a mediator to help um, facilitate communications with my co-parent. And I just want to highlight that um, we have a web page. It's, it's, it's called Pay Now, but it has all of our payment information on there. And there's um, there's an option that not a lot of people know about in the legal community um, to, you can apply for essentially financing for your mediation or your legal needs. And it's something called client credit through a firm. And it's a great option for people that are looking to pay, that they need assistance, but they're looking to pay for services over time. Maybe they don't want to use a credit card. Maybe they don't have access to that. Maybe they don't have the funds immediately because of the way they're paid, but they just prefer to have a payment plan or to pay over time. And so you can go to our website, click on pay now. You can read about the various payment options. And then mid-page, it talks about this client credit process. There's a free downloadable form that can tell you more about that. Um, and if you have any questions, you can also let us know. But I think it's a great resource for people that need services now but need to pay later so that they're not getting caught behind that they're part of that group in December rushing to get in because they couldn't do something in spring or summer. You can have access to help now. Um, check out client credit. It's it's a um, fairly new thing that people don't know a lot about. So if that's a, a good option for you, we've got information on our website. Um, and, and so hopefully that allows you to start addressing things at this point in time rather than farther down the road when perhaps more changes have occurred in your family or with your children. So That's just an option point. to put out there. It's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, any other questions or any other topics either of you'd like to address today? No, no. not today. Uh, not today. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks to both of you. I think we covered some great information today about your options and some tips for tax season and your options for reviewing your parenting plan and mediation, and then also some options for um, paying so that you can start that process sooner rather than later and address your needs when you need to address your needs rather than waiting until the end of the year. Sounds good. All right. Until next time, have a good week. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Restorative Divorce Podcast with your hosts, attorney and mediator Aaron Burt and our paralegal Tyler Burt. A special thanks to our contributors and to the authors of the many articles that inspire us and keep our clients informed. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the separation, divorce, or parenting tips covered today that you can use now to help restore yourself. If you strive to improve your life or the lives of your children after a separation or divorce, join us next week when we will cover more restorative divorce topics. You can head over to BertLaw.com to get the podcast transcripts, follow us on social media, and even find more valuable family law information, all for your benefit. Get help today and work with us one-on-one. -on -one. Contact us to set up a consultation or planning session to start rebuilding your life today. Enjoy this day and we'll see you next time.